This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. All right, welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Brian and Kim Walker. Kim, when is the best time to plan your marketing? All the time. You're always planning. So always be planning. (laughs) All right. Well, first, thank you to our friends at RepairPal for this episode. RepairPal will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. So here's the thing. I remember when we had our shop and I used to be really bad at saying no. So we'd get these people that would come in selling the next cool best marketing thing, whether it was an ad in this thing or this new way to reach customers or whatever it might be. We would very often just buy into it. Okay, yeah, sometimes we'd say no, but most of the time we'd just buy into it. And it wasn't part of an actual plan. Y'all, one time, I'm almost ashamed to admit this. I don't even was know if I want to say it. No, it was me. One time... I bought an advertisement on the back of the receipts at the Kroger that was across the street from oh, us. I remember that. You know, that's still a thing. They're never going to want to listen to us again. That, that's still a thing. Well, oh, I know it's still a thing. The yellow pages are still a thing, but they're useless. Well, you say that. I, I don't remember which conference I was at, and there was a shop owner who said that they were tracking that they were getting. So maybe it depends on where you are. But the point... We got a couple of them back. Is... With a plan, you're now positioned to say no. You now can say, you know what? I created my plan. So speaking of when should you do it? I mean, there's really multiple answers to this. You can say, hey, I I already created my marketing plan for, for this whatever, this quarter, this month, and it's not in my budget right now. And so here we are approaching... The end of the year, by the time this podcast comes out, we're going to be definitely getting close to the end of the year. So I, I for sure want to start off with saying that you need to plan at least once a year, but then you're going to break it down. You always laugh because I screw things up. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a One time. One bite at a time. So we're going to do some backwards engineering. You're going to kind of first look at your numbers you know, work with your coach. There's so many different numbers that you're going to be tracking. So what was your revenue? How many cars were you averaging each week? What was your ARO? All the different things. And even work with your CPA and make some projections for what you want to achieve for the next year, but then break it down on a quarterly basis, break it down on a monthly basis, and be willing to make some adjustments as needed. Yeah, and... By the time that this episode is live, you will be able to find a post on our website if you go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash blog. That will be all about creating your marketing plan. And I go into detail about this. Uh, It's a pretty good read. Like it's it's a long read, but I do go into detail on this topic. And it's going to be if you're interested in what it is that we're talking about right now, which you should be, mm-hmm. then it's worth the read. You've heard the quote before that failing to plan is planning to fail. And it's absolutely true. And the other thing that we often always say, and we, we actually just told our son this, right? Who's um, 
up at West Point and, oh, you're wearing your West Point shirt. Hoo-ah. Go Army. <laughs> Beat Navy. Navy. Such, Peyton would lose his mind. I'm intentionally going to send this podcast to him so that he can say, cringe. No, they're going to make a reel out of it and they're going to tag him in it. This is so great. I think we should do it again. Mm. Okay. Anyway, we were just talking to him and he didn't fail because he's a bit neurotic and OCD and super controlling about everything being so great. We had a conversation about failing forward, right? And so if you failed to plan for your marketing this past year, then what are you going to do about it? What are you learning from that? It's time to fail forward and do something different. So our shop was just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. It It was in Apex, North Carolina. And we were not far at all from the state fair. And... The first year that we were over there, man, the couple of weeks that, because they have, it's a big state fair that they have there. For those couple of weeks while that fair was going on, man, our business dropped to like nothing. Well, guess what happened the next year? The same exact thing because we didn't plan. Well, we also hadn't connected the dots yet either. Well, yeah, but okay. Another example of that, and we did this multiple years in a row, and this was before we started taking our marketing seriously. We wanted to send Christmas cards to our clients. Well, guess what? It was too late to get them to them. Mm-hmm. So I think we ended up sending them a Happy New Year's card, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. But we did the same darn thing the next year. Mm-hmm. And it's because we didn't plan. Now, what did we do the next year? Well, we liked the idea of standing apart from the Christmas card. So we planned and we sent a Thanksgiving card. Yeah, thankful, grateful for you as our customer. And we beat all of those other Christmas cards that hit the mailbox. And it stood out from all the Christmas ones and people, we got more compliments on that than we did any of the other ones. But we only were able to do that because we planned for it. Right. And to kind of back up a little bit, what are you going to plan? So as I said, first, you're going to look at your numbers. All right, you really can't put a good plan in place if you don't know where you're going. And so look at what your numbers were for this year. Make a projection for what it is that you want for next year. From there, think about some themes that you can implement. We just published an episode from a few weeks ago that ironically we're we're just recorded and we're doing all these kind of at the same time, but trying to get ahead, planning. You know, we sat down even for our podcast. We looked ahead at like, okay, what do these topics need to be about so that it makes sense, even when people are listening to it as an evergreen sort of content. But that's a theme, right? So you might be looking ahead and you know that April is spring car care month. You know that June, July, people are going to be traveling. So you want to do some summer stuff. Back to school could be a theme. Fall car care month, October. North Carolina State Fair. No, you know, so only know, if you're in North Carolina. Know obviously. your own trends though, right? Look at the data that you have so that you know, hey, we tend to be slow. You know what drives me crazy when shops are like, oh, that's no big deal. We're always slow during this time. No, what? You plan for that. Work around that. Be prepared. Be smart. Be creative. Come up with something and Work with that slow time to increase and have a plan for slow days and all that stuff. You know, October is not only fall car care month, but it's also a great month to get involved with breaks for breasts. And there's so many other organizations. So look ahead, pull out the calendar, plan out what those months look like, look at your quarters, and then break it apart. You know, think about, 
okay, well, I need to write a blog about this during this time. And I need to do an event in this month. And we're going to run ads about this during this month. So it kind of really sets you up for success for the coming year. And don't think that you have to do this yourself. Get your team involved because they may have ideas as well. I love talking about sponsors of the podcast who have already worked with and who have used before. So today I'm super excited to talk to you about RepairPal, which if you didn't know, will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair, and through the recommendation of their partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. Our shop was in RepairPal's certified network, and it was great for getting new customers who were looking for more than just oil changes. The average RepairPal customer spends over $600 on their first visit. I loved it, especially because we all know that consumers still mistrust repair shops. But the millions of customers that visit RepairPal.com monthly, they trust RepairPal certified shops for their high quality and great service. And there's no fear about being overcharged. So we were able to just focus on the repair. I highly recommend you check them out. It's the way to grow your business. Go to RepairPal.com forward slash shops, get one month of service free, and save $150 off certification. And then Brian, you're like the SEO guy. Like, can you plan out SEO topics way in advance? Well, yeah. I mean, you you kind of have to because, I mean, for one, we have a content calendar. But a lot of the topics that we are writing on are things that are time sensitive, you know. So, well, okay, so we're in Louisiana. Y'all, it's hot here. Like, it gets hot. And if we know that in June, people start having battery failures in their car because the the heat is hitting like, you know, 104, 105 degree temperatures. Well, we don't want to wait until the first client comes in with a battery that, you know, just cooked from the heat. And we're like, oh, we need to have a blog post about this so that when we send out our email newsletter this month, we have content. No. We need to be thinking about that like in March that, hey, it's about to get hot. What are the things that start happening to cars when it gets hot? And then we put that content into a content calendar. We write the content. Our email is based off of that. A lot of the social media posts are based off of that. And that's just one example, you know, from an SEO standpoint. But SEO is just one piece of marketing. If you are a shop owner that will, you know, is willing to run specials and not advocating for, you know, doing that, um, not saying you shouldn't either, you know, then you want to have a special around that. And you probably want to have some time to talk to your battery vendor to find out, hey, I want to run a special around this. Can you help me out, you know, during that time with a special promotion on batteries? There's so much to think about, but any time that you wait until the last minute to do it or you wait until something is happening that jogs your memory, it's too late. You can't do anything about it then. It's going to be rushed. Another thing to plan for is the events that we've talked about. So if you, I just talked about this in another episode, Mayvert, right? Every summer, they do a summer vacation customer appreciation event. And then there's, you know, you could do a back to school event. You can do a road check, getting ready for holiday road trips, you know, your car care clinics. Back to school. That's one, you know, especially when you start thinking about college students, you got some parents, you know, little girl, it's not such a little girl anymore. That's going off to college. 
Well, you know, if they're out of state, guess what? Mom and dad want to make darn sure that her car is going to be in good condition. Well, even the even the young men. I mean, you know, when our son started driving, you went through a whole checklist with Peyton about checking this. Peyton can change his own oil. There's things that all of them need. And I did, but it's different with the little girl. We talk about the like the Cub Scouts, the Boy Scout merit badges, because most shops think, well, I'm going to do something for the Boy Scouts. But you can also, the Girl Scouts have a car care merit badge also. Come up with your plan for the whole year, but then have a plan for quarterly, for monthly. It sounds like a lot. You may need to block out some time on your calendar and maybe get out of the shop. Maybe go home and sit at your kitchen table. Go to a coffee shop. Be somewhere where you can really zone out. And even if you... I mean, I hesitate to use done is better than perfect in this example because I think you really need to just get it all put together. But what I'm saying is if you start with just sketching it out, then that's better than nothing because you at least have something down. But if you have 30 minutes, take the 30 minutes and start there, but just don't leave it incomplete. You know, take some time. I mean... We're going on a Disney cruise between Christmas and New Year's that we're calling our our planning retreat. We'll probably take a little bit of time. We always talk about business. We do. We'll take some time to sketch some things out. You know, we we did an episode recently on EOS. Well, we're looking at, we're not only doing our one year and laying out our core focus with our marketing, but we're looking at our three year and working on even when our 10-year goal is, but all that stuff drives our marketing efforts. You know, we're listing out which conferences are we going to, where are we going to be teaching, what our podcast episodes are going to be about. Our He talked about our content calendar. We've got it all in this big spreadsheet. I'm going to finish Kim's thought for her, though, on where she started talking about the Disney Cruise. <laughs> Talk to your CPA about this because yeah. the IRS does allow for a planning vacation Every year, you know, that is a legitimate business expense. You got to keep up with this stuff every month. But there's probably once a year where you're going to sit down and you're going to do a big planning session for your marketing. And guess what? You don't have to be sitting at a desk in the shop to do that. You could be sitting in an overwater bungalow in Bora Bora. But you could also be sitting at the beach or in a cabin in the mountains or whatever. And that is a legitimate business expense where you get to, you know, do your planning retreat and you get to mix some pleasure in with the pain of sitting down and creating the marketing plan. You've got this planned out. It is not concrete. No. It's a fluid document because there are times when you need to pivot. One of the things that should be in your plan is a slow day plan. Like you need to think about when are the moments that I need to do something different. Nobody knew about COVID. Nobody knew about this pandemic. And, you know, one person reached out to me and said, Kim, how do I market my shop in this crisis? I don't know what to do. Well, I was like, let me just answer that for you in a blog. And I wrote a blog. Well, I ended up teaching that. I wrote a blog and converted it to a class and ended up teaching it. I I think like six times in two weeks. And probably by the time those six sessions were done, I had been in front of thousands of people. That was not part of our marketing plan. 
We didn't know that there was such a thing as COVID or a pandemic coming, but we were able to pivot and adjust what we were doing in that moment. It changed everything, right? It changed everything. It could be anything as crazy as a big pothole that happens to open up on a main highway in your town. And all of a sudden you have an opportunity to start marketing alignments. Yes. You have to be able to, I'm sorry, I'm from that generation and I watched every episode of Friends, but you have to be able to pivot. (laughs) And so, you know, being aware, it's so that you're not having to panic and everything's frantic chaos because something's going wrong or something happens in the world or in your, you know, we road construction. I mean, you just never know what's coming at you. So if you start creating some what if scenarios, include that in your marketing plan, but be willing to make some changes throughout the year as you need to. So be prepared to do that. And then finally, how do you know if it's working, if you need to pivot? There she goes with that pivot word again. Look, y'all, I have, I've got this cool podcast equipment here. And I have these big buttons that I can connect to a sound like I can upload an MP3 to it so that when I press the button, it'll be Ross from friends saying pivot. Okay. I didn't know this. I'm totally loading that up because Kim loves to say pivot. And every time she does it, I'm going to hit that button. But anyway, wait, no pause. Okay. Cause I know my girl Caroline listens to these. Mm hmm. And she's working with John to create the reels and the TikToks. Oh, he can put the sounds in there. And so I know that Caroline now knows you have these magic buttons over here. And she's going to be coming up with what each of those buttons needs to be. Okay. And that's going to be fun. I'm glad we're staying on track. You started it. (laughs) Can we please pivot back to... Okay, let's pivot. (laughs) So you got to measure this stuff and look, you measure everything that you do in a different way. So I can't get into a how to on how to measure it, but you have to measure it. Like if you don't measure it, you can't grow it. So, you know, if you're running Google ads then you need to have tracking in place, it's going to be phone call tracking, form field tracking, all that kind of stuff. You know, if you're, you know, doing Facebook posts, then you've got your, you know, Facebook analytics to, or insights, I should say to be able to go look at every single thing that you do is going to have a different way of tracking it, but you have to track it, measure it. Because if you don't know if it's working and you just keep doing it, then you might be spending money that you don't need to spend. Yep. So listen, y'all, we hope that you got some good information from here. I would love for you to email us at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. If this caused you to say, all right, I'm taking a planning retreat. I want you to tell me where you're going. Not because I'm going to join you, but I mean, unless you're going to like British Virgin Islands or would you say Bora Bora? Maybe so. Mm -hmm. So let us know what you took away from this. If you have questions, if you have future topics you would like for us, send us that email. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, YouTube, wherever you like to play in the world of social media. Visit us at shopmarketingpros.com. You can add forward slash book to that. You can learn all about Brian's book, The Ultimate Guide to Auto Repair Shop Marketing. And then finally, please join us in our private Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and do a search for 
Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. You'll find our group there. Click join and you can join the conversation about marketing your auto repair shop with other repair shop owners, um, teachers, trainers, coaches in the industry and all of that. And maybe you'll win our monthly pizza for your shop. All right, y'all. Well, thanks again for listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast on Aftermarket Radio Network. There's some other great shows on the network and you can listen to them at aftermarketradionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast. Tune in for another episode next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.